This is the She Do That podcast. She Do That is a London-based animation community aimed at developing female-identifying freelancers' skills and connecting them with people in the industry to strengthen their employability and hopefully go some way to knowing the gender gap we see in animation. Each episode will consist of a conversation between two women from the UK animation industry, one junior and one senior chatting about their specialism and throwing some light on different career paths within the industry. In this episode, we have two creatives talking about their animation communities. We'll be discussing how communities originate and grow, as well as the importance of soft skills. There are also a few online resources mentioned, which will pop into the show notes. Now to let our speakers introduce themselves. My name is Knife Sun Yu. So everyone call me Knife, like a normal knife. (laughs) Um, I'm a 2D animator from Hong Kong originally, but I moved to London like six, almost seven years ago as a a freelancer, Um, still freelancing, but last year I just want to start a a community for animator based in Hong Kong, maybe not just animator, but um, more like in the industry, people can uh, have a platform to let them just chat and know people like more like information and uh, share experience and something like that so I start a, a Instagram account called Onion Goals HK uh, it is uh, more like a takeover platform I, it's a similar thing like the Pananimation platform did um, so I choose that way to do this community because it's more easy for me to um, manage both working and I ask people log into the account and take over it so they can share their uh, their works and stuff so I can balance my time to like I'm just an admin behind like look for me if you need me but feel free to use the account uh, so basically that's all I set up at the moment and a, and a discord uh, channel which is like slack just a chat room thing for people just lock in and do random chatting like hang out on the internet <laughs> yeah yeah so that's basically what i did that's me <laughs> yeah that sounds awesome well i'll introduce myself as well i guess so i'm Haley. i run a online education company called motion hatch which started out uh, a bit similar to you, Knife, as, as a small community with a podcast attached to it. I've been doing Motion Hatch for, I think, around four or five years. It's probably coming up to nearly five years. And when it started, I was similar to you, Knife, where I was freelancing as well as doing Motion Hatch. So trying to run the community and the podcast all by myself and also freelancing at the same time. Um, yeah, and now it's kind of turned into a whole company, which is pretty crazy. So I think, you know, it'd be cool to talk about that. But I'd, I wanted to ask you as well, what what first inspired you to make your community? Because I think it's a really cool idea. Yeah, it's quite random. So 
basically, well, to be honest, it's because what happening in Hong Kong is quite difficult because, uh, uh, like, a lot of political stuff happen and uh, people do in creative industries really difficult because it's like more uh, restriction or like they are uh, really falling apart. It's already not do, not amazing, but like right now it's even worse. Also because of the COVID, um, like in Hong Kong, sadly they don't have any like much jobs ongoing, and um, also students are really lost. Like they, oh, what 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 are we going to do after we graduate? Something like that. So I'm just like, ah, oh, I want to do something. At first, I I was thinking like maybe I can do like a like a screening, like online screening for just a, just a thing or, or like an exhibition thing to showcase the animation from Hong Kong. But then like, oh, that's just a one-off thing. So then I like try to think about um, more like a social media thing that can more stable, like long-term community thing that's why I came up with the idea like ah oh, I'm just like oh, and also because of the COVID I don't have much job at the at that moment so I'm like ah oh, let's just open another account for something yeah and start from like I just asked my friend to like oh can you take over this and then uh, yeah cool and then I try to build up my network as well like I know more people and they uh they know each other so it's like building well at the moment yeah, that's how I suddenly last year just came up this idea. And also I know Motion Hatch before, like I went to, uh, yeah, like ages ago, went to the event from Pananimation maybe? Like ages ago. Yeah, and then, yeah, that's I know Motion Hatch. And then I Google it like, oh my God, so cool. So much stuff going on. And then it's not just skills share, it's more like, how it works like how can i send my email how how can i manage to do my invoice it's so basic thing that we can't learn from school <laughs> yeah i think that was why you know i was originally inspired to start motion hatches because like you said um people don't learn about these things in um school or uni or college or anywhere um and and i think it's really essential what i was talking to someone yesterday um for a video that i'm doing and we were talking about how you know it's really funny that people in our industry i don't think we concentrate enough on maybe some of the soft skills because obviously we're very technical and having um the art skills and all of that stuff is is really important and knowing how to animate and you know all of the um principles of animation and all of that kind of stuff obviously is important but sometimes I think there's a little bit too much of a focus on that and not enough of a focus on you know how to um, network, how to build relationships, how to send an email, how to communicate with people. Because I think, I mean, I, I love to hear what you think as well. It's from, you know, working with lots of people in London, you know, I've seen motion design stuff like for like over 10 years. And I feel like my successes came from 
being able to communicate with people, providing value to them. And that was not always just in the design and in the animation, but also in helping them solve their problems. Do you feel like you've kind of done that too? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like uh, a lot of people, like since I start this and then people rent the message from Instagram. uh, so, So not just message me, like also message those people who t- take over the account so a lot of questions like oh so how can you start after you graduate from h- how can you draw this how can you make this and also ask like give me any advice of after I graduate should I, how should I make my eyes show you something like that it's more like how to get into the industry after I graduate it's more like can you tell me how can you do that yeah but also you mentioned the soft skill because like it, it's a problem in hong kong i don't know why so some of my friends they run the studio and then they said the, in the email they're just like hello and then a qr code and that's oh, it really <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah that's insane yeah and then they're like so should i use my phone to scan my phone because sometimes they read me email through the phone yeah yeah and then just one qr code for and no name at all, just like hello and calcul. That's insane. Like, what? How <laughs> is that? No one teach you how to send a basic email. Like at least like hello mm-hmm. someone, and then that's my CV. Blah blah blah, something like that. Yeah. And they just lost their skills. Like, oh, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I can't imagine someone giving someone a job if they're not explaining even why they're sending the email. So. Yeah, like in one of in my course, Client Quest, what I do is um, break it down like into, you know, like share the first thing is share the reason like why you're reaching out to them, you know, which is what we're talking about. So the reason might be like, hey, I saw um, your studios, like the recent post that you did about this project. I really loved it. Um, I just thought I'd reach out. I'm also an animator in Hong Kong or, you know, wherever. Um I'd, I'd love to work with you in the future. You know, here's my um, showreel. If you want to take a look, let me know if you've got any questions. Like, it could just be as simple as that. So, yeah, it's amazing that you said that. <laughs> yeah, but how can you manage, like, because everyone have their own, like, email style maybe or, like, their work style. So how can you manage to do it as, like, this is the course of a five-day workshop or something like that? Like, how can you break down, this is the, I think it's the standard of, like, basic requirement of sending email, like, something. How can you manage to organize those calls? Yeah, so what do you mean, like, how to um, help people structure their emails without kind of yeah, writing yeah, yeah, them yeah. For, for them? Um, yeah, so I think the way that I did it was I broke it down into sections, So I'm not like exactly telling them what to write, although I do provide a template in there, but I'm, I'm breaking it down into like, you know, you're sharing the reason that you're emailing someone, um, you're putting in there something to do with like, you know, I call it authority, but basically like showing that you're an expert in some way, like you might say like, hey, I've worked with uh, Moth and Blinking, which I know that you have. So, you know, someone would, recognize those names and be like okay cool knife must be you know pretty good because she's worked with those companies before um and that kind of thing and then not being too pushy on kind of a call to action you know so 
basically asking them to look at your work but not being too much like oh hey can you like check out my work you know let me know what you think like you know we want to seem like we're busy and like we're working with um lots of people all the time so I don't think we need to be too pushy and even um the first email that we send to a company could more just be like hey I checked out your work I really like it um this is the particular things that I like about this project um and even just have like your website in the footer, you know, like it, it, underneath your name. I don't even think you have to push too hard because if they're interested and they're like, oh, who's this? You know, um, I think they would reach back out to you as well. There's probably a couple of other things I've forgotten off the top of my head that I would recommend people add in there. But that's kind of the main things. Mm. Did you set up all those uh, advice from like by um, from your experience, or you will like hang out like with your friend or with a group of uh, people in Motion Hatch? Like, did you did you discuss like okay, we should do this now, and then we like let's sum up things. Yeah, like so that. I think the way um, I guess you're asking about building. resources out for people but not based just on your experience Mm -hmm. so the way that I originally started was you know I obviously have my podcast stuff like that which helps because I get to talk to people every week about you know what they're doing and what works for freelancers and then you get knowledge from that but then also working with um, students in our mastermind program so what we do in there we bring like four animators together and they go through the course um every week they meet up on zoom and they talk about their problems in their business and stuff like that and I found that I was sort of repeating the same things over and over again and based on their collective experience as well you know you figure out ways that people are doing things and what the best way is to do it so it's kind of like yes some of it is based on my experience but some of it is because I've been talking to freelancers (laughs) like you know, almost every day for like four years. And even before that, when I was freelancing as well, you kind of figure out, okay, these kind of things are working for people and stuff like that. But if you're, if you want to help your community more, I think you can definitely do some sort of like crowd sourcing type stuff. You know, I think, you know, let's get together. Let's kind of like, even let's get a document. Let's just write down what we normally would write in an email and then like everyone go and comment on that and give you feedback or something like that. That's like a really simple way to start. Yeah, I never thought, I never thought about that. Because like I always, well, the problem is like uh, my community in Hong Kong, it's uh, they are more, they're not that social. Like they are more like just, I'm following this following Instagram, follow Mm -hmm. the Discord channel and that's it. And they are not interact with people that much. So I even maybe I try to set up um, a challenge thing, but they're just not really into because they are maybe some of them are still studying or they got a lot of freelance work or like a full time and more more full time job in Hong Kong. So they Mm -hmm. are really busy. So they don't have much time to just like do stuff after work. So it's really hard to push. I don't want to push too much, as you say, but yeah. also I want to help. But they're not like, oh, I'll wait for it at some point. Sometime I will read it. Yeah, it's really tricky. 
Yeah, and then always like, especially you run the community for like four to five years, like every、mm-hmm. day, met a lot of people, and then ask the same question, which is like, oh, I think I really get tired to answer the same question. Like, how can I get to the industry and that? Can I just put a record like cut cut and then just play play back my my voice like? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's why it's good. So you're building up this audience and this community. So what I did in the first, like we started with a Facebook group, right? It's still going. It's like eight thousand people now, so it's a bit crazy to stay on top of. But <laughs> when I first started, it was only a couple of hundred people, and it was difficult in the beginning. What I had to do was I had to kind of go in there every day and be like, "Hey,、um, does anyone need any help with anything?" You know, have you thought about doing an invoice in this way? You know, like just putting different questions in there and like really engaging myself with the community every day. And I know it seems like, oh no, do I have to do that forever? But eventually, what will happen is other people in the community will kind of start doing it more, almost for you. And then what I would do is I would make them like sort of like moderators of the group and. And you know, empower them to help you to curate it,、um, and then, then you can kind of not have to be in there all the time, like, you know, trying to generate pe- people to chat because you're trying to do it from a really good place where you're using your spare time to do that. And then when people start asking you for resources and stuff, you could create some resources and things for free. You know, you can make、um, different templates or whatever. And what I would do if I was you, I would start collecting people's emails in your community. So you say, "Hey, here's this like invoice template or whatever you know you're giving away,、um, what people are asking you for a lot,、um, and then、uh, have like a little sign up page and just say, 'Put your email in here.'、Um, and by doing that, like we'll send you a little newsletter and stuff like that. And you can start building the community that way as well because you can. With the emails and the newsletter, you can remind everybody、um, this is what's going on in the community this week. And also, another good thing that we do is like we spotlight people in our community. So, on Instagram, you know, I know you're already doing that, so you could like put that in a newsletter as well, and then it sort of reminds people. And by building up a newsletter,、um, you know, you're if say Instagram like I don't know goes away or something, you have your community's emails, so you can. Pop that community up somewhere else, and also if eventually you kind of wanted to go on to like sell courses or do anything like that, you know you have their email addresses, and I'm sure they would love to hear from you so that you can help them even more. And then you're, you know, that's helping you to find balance in with your career as well, and also allow you to do more stuff for the community that is either free or paid too. Mm, 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 mm. But like, yeah, because of. Thing is, I I'm still、uh, really enjoy to be as a freelancer to work.、Um, so sometimes when I get really busy and I just don't even have time to chat with people that I want to invite. So we just like still need to figure out how to balance. So I'm just wondering how you, when did you start? Like okay, I'm going to do this now. Just. This one, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's difficult. So I, I mean, I started Motion Hatch, and then it, it basically took off, and people started asking for a lot of things, and I was like, oh, 
this is hard, you know, and getting burnt out. And I, I started, um, I think I released a freelance contract bundle at the time. And um, that was my first like paid product because obviously I put a lot of time and effort and money into that, like hiring lawyers and stuff like that. Um, so I charged for that and then that helped bring in a little bit of money. And I was like, oh, cool. Like this could be a thing that I do more of, um, you know, because it then becomes more sustainable than when you're just doing stuff for free all the time. So that's kind of the first thing I did. And then I started the mastermind. So I was kind of doing the podcast mastermind and the contract bundle all as well as freelancing. And it just came to a point where I was like, okay, I can see that this could be something that helps the industry, but also could be a viable, sustainable business for me. Um, and I can either go for that and really try and help more people, you know, because obviously when you have more time, you can put more free stuff out, you can do more courses, you can do all that kind of stuff, or I can just continue freelancing and, and just go down that route. And I just felt like the value was there in really helping the industry and helping everybody through motion hatch. It seemed like the more worthwhile thing to do, you know, rather than me just being like another freelancer, I thought this seems like this opportunity and this path has opened up to me and maybe for a reason, I don't know, like, you know, and I, I just felt like I had to make a choice because I, otherwise it, it got to a point where I couldn't do both things at the same time. Um, but it did take like almost two years and, and it was really hard to say, okay, I'm not, I'm going to turn down freelance work, you know, and it was kind of scary. And I think in my mind, I was just like, well, I'll just try this for a bit and see if it works. And then like now it's been, you know, probably about so well. three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. always working so well, but, um, you know, it's ups and downs, like everything. Mm. Um, but I, I really believe in the mission of helping people with the business side of things and, you know, helping creative people be more entrepreneurial so that they can hopefully have a bigger positive impact on the world, you know, and that's my mission. And I, and I just bring myself back to that, to the mission and why I'm doing it. And that really helps me to push on and push forward through, you know, the good times and the bad times. Yeah, I definitely, cause like, especially when you release the freelance bundle, like you definitely can get feedback and those feedback is like, oh, that help people. And I think it's a really similar thought. Like I got feedback from just Instagram, like message or like private message, which is like already feel, oh, I, I really help. Okay, cool. Can I just continue to do that? Like that makes me keep going to try to think about like, what can I do more? But the thing is like, I, I'm still like, mm. I, I think I'm like you, but like, three years ago like oh, yeah what should I do uh, but I think at the moment I'm still more into I I want to do my work so like more freelance work but also trying to do put more a little bit more time on the community and see how it goes so yeah I also thinking about the podcast but like I think the different of your community and my community is the language the motion yeah. hatch is English, so it's like, wow, wow. And um, in Hong Kong, it's just Cantonese, <laughs> which is like s smaller 
the smallest community, not even in Chinese because Cantonese is yeah. not Mandarin. So it's like less people, just people in Hong Kong will follow or listen to the like, for example, like Clubhouse, uh, yeah, podcast or whatever, which mm-hmm. is really tricky as well. I want them to be um, exposed from like more people can see their work, but they're like. I'm so used to just write on Chinese, Cantonese, and they're not yeah, yeah. not doing English, so no one know what we are doing. So it's more like Hong Kong people, which is difficult. That makes me think about like I can't make money from this community because it's like so small. I can't. I will. I will die. <laughs> I can't yeah, pay my rent. I mean- it depends. So what I would think about if I was you is maybe that's an opportunity because it is quite niche. Maybe, but maybe you have to go for like all creatives. You know, you have to help all creative people, and in, instead of just like motion designers. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. See what I mean? Mm. So you can like have you can think about it that way too, um, and maybe that is a big enough audience. You know. Because then you could be the biggest, most well-known creative in Hong Kong, you know, and that would be wicked, you know. That would def. I think that would be more viable, maybe. But I'm not 100 percent sure because I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, well, I did tr- try to shift to like not just animation focus, like now illustrate because illustrator will work with animator or like storyboard artists, like or our film industry, like try to like find people in different type of people like 3d 2d yeah try to shift to like more option for people to check out and listen to which is still helping but also need some time to build up getting there (laughs) yeah it's really awesome it's really cool and i believe it that it's great to have communities all over the world because like you said maybe some people don't want to listen to me because they you know, maybe there's a bit of a language barrier there or something like that, but you can obviously help them much more because you can, you know, speak the language and you understand the industry there and all of that kind of stuff. So that's really, really valuable, I think. So I definitely think you should keep going and, you know, carry on and, and like find a way to make it sustainable for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is more like the first thing I need to think about, like, how can I run this not just the instagram or the chat room channel more like really help them um mm-hmm. yeah maybe i need to start a podcast <laughs> too yeah i mean it could be like <laughs> it, it not all about podcasts but you know just a bigger content marketing piece like it could be a youtube channel it could be doing clubhouse stuff it could be a podcast it could be a blog you know you just have to figure it out but what I would do is I would try and utilize the community that you already have and try and ask um, if the people could get more involved with helping like uh, just develop it as like a moderator and that kind of thing and then maybe eventually you could pay someone else like a virtual assistant or something like a little bit of money just to you know, send some emails for you and and that sort of stuff. And that's how you kind of get started a little bit and then listen to what people want from you and and what they're asking you for and then maybe create guides or something from that, Mm. you know. Mm. Yeah, I think I need, yeah. Yeah, just because now it's just myself, so it's quite difficult. And I'm still looking for, uh, but a lot of my friends really busy, so I need Mm -hmm. to find people that really into 
like helping the community. See if they can help me. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. just put a call out as well because you never know. You can just start small and then see how it goes, and just ask people who are already involved on the Discord and stuff. Like, does yeah, anyone yeah. mind? posting a question every other day or you know stuff like that it can be little things mm, yeah did uh that's one uh, friend she met she messaged me before before like oh she can help but uh like she can manage the hong kong time zone and i manage the uk time zone so it'll be like 24 yeah. hours <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. yeah um but i'm still i don't because she also busy so i don't want to she just offer it for like, hi, I can do if you need me, but I don't want to bother her too much time. So I'm just still thinking, how can I manage this? If I really need someone, I can definitely someone will help me. But I just mm-hmm. want to know like when will be the best time. Like yeah, I just don't want to ask people like, can you help? And that's nothing you can help <laughs> like yeah yeah I would just think about what you need someone to help with and then make a list mm, maybe and mm. then and then you can reach out to people as well uh yeah well is this was a fun conversation knife and I wish you all the best with your community as well mm, thanks for advice like I really want to I need to figure out how it works yeah well let me know if you need any help and also anyone listening yes. like send me an email <laughs> you know you can always email like hello at motionhatch.com and let me know mm. and cool. uh, feel free to follow onion goals hk if you even don't read cantonese but you can see the image <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> everyone should follow so you can see all the awesome Hong Kong yeah. artists as well and if anyone wants to follow motion hatch we're like motionhatch.com and at motionhatch everywhere on the internet (laughs) cool cool bye thank you for listening to this episode from our series of conversations with women in the uk animation industry this is our first podcast so we hope it will be helpful we look forward to hearing your feedback we'll be recording a q a after the release of this episode so please write in if you have any questions you'd like our speakers to answer Our email is shedrewthat.animation at gmail.com. We're really looking forward to reading your questions. Stay tuned for our Q&A and from everyone at She Drew That, thank you for listening.